game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello and welcome to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. So, lots of great conversations are up ahead with the Wadena Deer Creek head coaches, including one with Kyle Dykoff from the University of Minnesota campus. That's coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. So on Thursday afternoon, Wadena Deer Creek had the opportunity to play Otter Tail Central from Seabert Field, which is the home of the Division I University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. It was an awesome game, an awesome experience, and here's what it sounded like as we talked to Coach Dykoff right after the game. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff after his team's close loss here at the University of Minnesota. Siebert Field, a fun experience. Coach, before we get into the game, how did this opportunity to play at the University of Minnesota come up? Uh, coach Hendrickson from OTC approached me about playing down here. We had uh, played down here about five, six years ago, and it was a great experience for our kids to come down here and play on a uh, great baseball field, and um, it's fun, you know, just uh, something different and, and two good baseball teams, and uh, both times they've been walk-offs, and so it was a lot of fun, good baseball. Yeah, you know, you mentioned in our interview last week that, uh, you know, you really had an opportunity against Otter Tail Central to get the win, and, and again, in this one, uh, what is it about these two teams playing each other that uh, just kind of ends with dramatics? Uh, both teams got a lot of baseball kids love playing baseball and uh, it's fun to, to see them go out there and compete and uh, their program uh, is definitely on the rise they've done a great job with their coaching staff of building the youth program as we have in WDC and and now they're strong from top to bottom because of it so uh, I'm, I'm happy for them uh, unfortunately they, they were able to, to get us again today in, in a tough baseball game and um, but it was fun uh, good baseball uh, for the most part uh, limited uh, as far as mistakes and, and both teams played well so it's always fun when you got good baseball and you mentioned that last week uh, your team didn't quite have the defensive effort you wanted out of them what did you see out of it defensively and just what else did you like out of your team in this game well it's, we were a little flat uh, early in the game and uh, it's tough um, we got to throw strikes uh, defensively, um, you can get a little lackadaisical if your pitcher's throwing a lot of balls. Uh, you you kind of get flat because you're doing a lot of standing around, and that's what happened to us in those first three innings. And Unfortunately, Connor uh, uh, Davis couldn't find the zone enough for us, um, so we had to, to battle back. And, and, and after that third inning, uh, we were able to fire up a little bit. Dukey did a good job of coming in and just throwing strikes, giving us an opportunity, um, and we, we played better. We played with a little more fire. We had some uh, some big hits strung together in that one inning. Unfortunately, we just couldn't get those big hits in some of the other innings when we had runners on base. And in that sixth inning, you guys came back down 6 nothing to tie the game. What did you say to your team before they went up to hitting the top of the fourth? It looked like they came in locked in. They were aggressive and hitting the ball around the yard. Yeah, we were we were just making some some lazy baseball plays, and it doesn't bother me uh, when my teams um, are losing because the other team is better or they're um, they're hitting hitting the ball well or making plays. It bothers me if it's a lack of effort on our part, and we were just a little bit flat and lazy on plays, not alert on every pitch, knowing where we had to be, and and I had to wake them up a little bit, and and it did. It seemed to spark them, and they they fired up, and we had a big fourth inning to get back in the game. 
Um, just couldn't get that one more hit that we needed, unfortunately, and it come down to a bang-bang play at the end, which you, which you hate to see. Um, those bang-bang plays decide the game, especially when uh, they don't go your way. But uh, I'm glad uh, our team was able to, to battle back and make it a ball game. And you guys have some other games lined up. I know you guys played a couple games earlier in the week. And who are those against, and what do you have coming up on Friday? Uh, we were able to get a win against Sabika on Monday. Um, young team, it was, it was a good win for us. Uh, we come back against Mills on Tuesday. Um, had some very unfortunate breaks in that game, uh, not related to our players. Uh, so it was a, a tough one there to swallow for us as, as we kind of had some bad luck in that game and, and it come back to, to haunt us and, and cost us the game. But, um, it's baseball. Uh, sometimes you're going to get those breaks and, and unfortunately the last few games, um, they did not go our way. Uh, but if you play the game long enough, um, that's going to happen. And, um, and when those breaks start going our way, good things are going to happen, and we're going to end up on the other side of these close games. And, and I believe we have the team uh, that can make a deep run. Um, if we polish things up, we play for seven innings the way we're capable of. And in playoff baseball, you need those breaks, those bang-bang plays. Got to go your way to have those special runs, regardless of how good of a baseball team you got. And, you know, you saw that with uh, the game against OTC here today. You played Bemidji last week, New York Mills earlier this week. How important is it to play some of those teams that you know are also going to be trying to make runs themselves to kind of help sharpen you guys up as well? Yeah, I mean, these are the environments that we're going to be in uh, come six double-A playoffs, and and I want our kids to be ready for that and and, and be in, in tough spots where they got to wiggle out of jams uh, like we had today in a tie game. and. And we were able to wiggle out of some some tough spots and, and get out of those innings, but uh, we got to bounce back when we wiggle out of an inning. And go go put up a run. Somebody's got to get that hit with runners in scoring position, and and um, I believe we're going to get there. Um, we're, we just got to get after it and and uh, take advantage of those opportunities, and, and next time um, make that that play that that puts us over the top. And last question for you, Coach, is how fun is it to be out here at the University of Minnesota playing on a beautiful field like this and get to kind of have that, uh, you know, that special moment for some of these kids? Yeah, a great opportunity uh, to come down here and play at a, a beautiful facility. It, um, it goes too quick, though. You could wish you could slow it down and play about 20 innings out here. Um, but uh, unfortunately, a crisp game like that, and we're, we're done in an hour and a half or so, and, and we're back on the bus for a three-hour drive. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great opportunity, uh, thanks to, to OC, OTC and Hendy uh, for kind of putting it together and inviting us uh, along for the ride. And, and uh, a fun experience. Uh, fortunately, not the result we wanted, but all in all, uh, beautiful uh, weather. We had a beautiful field, and we got to play some baseball, so never a bad day. Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff live on the field at Seabird Field at the University of Minnesota. Coach, best of luck in your game against Albany, and best of luck next week. Thanks, CJ. A special, special game indeed. Even though Wadena Deer Creek didn't come out on top, that's still something that coaches, players, fans will always remember being in that game and that situation and that experience. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, Corey Tackman has an interview with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Brooke Umland next. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Wolverines Weekly continues with the Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach, Brooke Umland. How are you, Brooke? 
I'm doing well, thank you, Corey. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. Hey, let's just do a, a simple breakdown here. Uh, let's take a look at the, the past week of games. How did the team look? Yeah, so Monday this week we started out in Park Rapids and played a really good Park Rapids team and we ended up losing that one ten to 3 um, Tuesday we turned around and quick game against the Mills. Uh, we were supposed to play a doubleheader, but the rain got the best of us in game two. So we won game one, five, three, which was really exciting. It's been quite a while since we've beaten Mills. Um, and then today, Thursday, we're, uh, we're actually going to Mills to play the second game of that doubleheader. And then we're picking up against Lake Park Audubon tonight at uh, 530. So busy, busy week of softball, but we're having fun out there playing. A busy week this week, and we know next week is going to be busy. We'll take a look at that uh, in just a little bit. But first, uh, let's take a look at the, those uh, two games, the Park Rapids area and the New York Mills games. We'll start with some of the uh, some of the positives out of those two contests. What do you see from your team uh, you real, that really stood out to you as a big, big positive as we start eyeing up those section playoffs? Yeah, our, uh, our base running right now is just absolutely phenomenal. When we're getting runners on and getting them in scoring position, a lot of the times we're pushing runs across the plate, which is great. Our infield is doing a great job backing up Montana Karsten. Um, she's kind of been our, our ace right now, uh, throwing especially the past two weeks. And Mercedes Schultz behind the plate, she's just been stellar back there calling games for us. And so a lot of those things are kind of feeding off and our our energy is staying up, which is really good right now with all of these games. We're not getting a ton of time to practice the little things. I think we've had two practices in the last week. So it's, uh, it's good when we have girls that are kind of making the difference themselves out there on the field and adjusting well in game situations. We're having a lot of times where we'll have to make a, a change on the fly and the girls are doing a great job of that. I know that is difficult as a coach this time of season, uh, this time of year, Brooke, because there are there's more games than practices. Has base running really been a point of emphasis in those small moments, even if it is just you know some pregame chatter and uh, getting your team ready to play? Absolutely, that's probably if I had to say our our team's biggest strength overall, it's our base running. We just have smart base runners and we have quick girls, and so anytime we can capitalize on that, we're doing it. Um, when our hitting isn't there, we're making errors in the field. Our base running has really been consistent for us, and so it's something that we try to focus a lot on when we do get those little moments between games or between innings to say, all right, let's make this quick adjustment, and it's working out well for us. Oh, well, you can't talk about the good things without talking about some things that might maybe need some improving. What do you see with a little over a week of regular season left or a week of regular season left uh, that that you think uh, you and the team need to, to sort out and shore up? Yeah, we're we're making some uncharacteristic errors right now. We're letting, you know, pop-ups go over our heads and things like that ground balls sometimes we're pulling our head and they're, they're going between our legs and the teams that we're playing right now are definitely capitalizing on some of the errors that we're making and so we definitely want to clean that up before we head into playoffs let's take a look at next week uh it's going to be hectic of course and we're that to that time of year where all of the early season postponements and cast cancellations really come to a head as if this week wasn't busy enough for you brooke what does next week look like yeah, next week we play every day except for Wednesday. So we have uh, an afternoon game on Monday against Monaga. Tuesday we're playing Staples. Thursday we're playing Sabika. And then Friday we're going to Pillager. And 
I was told recently that there's a chance that might that game might get pushed to uh, later in the day so we could play under the lights, which would be pretty awesome for our girls. That would be very awesome. And then section playoffs follow the 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 regular season, of course. Um, this is just, I guess, a wholesale look at it. The thirty thousand foot view on Wadena Deer Creek softball at this point of the season. Is your team ready? Are they there? What's the next step you think needs to be taken to get your team ready for a section playoff run? Yeah, I think these games coming up are huge. We're trying a lot of different girls in a lot of different positions because we really do want to eliminate some of those errors that we're having. Uh, I think we're going to be definitely ready to go in a week and a half when, when playoffs that actually start. But yeah, right now we're just trying some things out, making sure that we have our best defense out there all the time and that our, our batting order is set up the way we want where we can get those runners on base and push them across. So we're excited for, for playoffs to start, but we're definitely excited to have a few more games to move girls around and try different things out. Brooke, before I let you get out of here, highlight uh, anything from the past week that uh, softball fans know about, but the the greater Wadena Deer Creek sports community needs to know. Anything come to mind? Oh, dude, the fact that we beat Mills, um, one of our girls was looking it up, and it's been like 12 games or something like that since we beat Mills. The fact that we were able to do that, especially coming back after losing Monday night, and it was our, our biggest score differential of the season, that loss on Monday night. It's just we're, we're rolling right now. Our girls have a great attitude. We're excited to be playing softball. And uh, we have some girls making some pretty big hits out there. So if you want to see a double play turn come as well, we, uh, we've turned a double play in all but one game this season. So that's pretty exciting in softball when you're turning double plays. Yeah, that's incredible. Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Brooke Umlin. Thanks so much, Brooke. Good luck with a very hectic next week. Thanks. I appreciate it, Corey. Again, that's Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Brooke Umland. Wolverines Weekly continues next. We'll check out the track and field program. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Wolverines Weekly continues with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. Hi, Mark. How you been? Been well. Thanks for uh, having me on. All right, we got a lot of stuff to recap. I suppose the big thing from the from the past week is is true team. Let's focus on the girls' side of things first, if possible. Uh, what's the recap? Where are we at with the Wolverines girls track and field? Yeah, so we had the the true team section meet at Pelican Rapids on Tuesday, and um, you know we couldn't. Uh, couldn't ask for a better day weather-wise, finally. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the girls ended up finishing uh, fifth overall. We finally got the finalized, I think, results today, this morning. Um, there was quite a – there was some discrepancies in, in, in some of the results and some missing missing times and, and marks and things. But I think we have the finalized results now. But – Overall, it, it went it went very well. Um, you know, we've we've had some some kids out uh, with injuries, um, so when we have some of our some of our uh, you know better kids that that are that are out of the lineup due to due to something that um, that's tough to you know fill in. You know, we just don't quite have the depth to uh, you know replace a, a thirty three or 34 foot triple jumper or a 15 foot long jumper or a <laughs> nine foot 
pole vaulter and um you know so it's uh it's it, those are a little bit of some holes that uh, you just can't really climb out of and in a meet like true team where everybody's scoring you know we left you know quite a few points off you know due to those those things but um you know those 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 um injuries or you know gave some younger kids the opportunity to compete at a big meet um so you know trying to look at at the positive aspects of that um you know it gave some some other kids some opportunities that they normally probably wouldn't have and um you know that that's that's good you know good for you know down the road um and uh but you know we had we had real good you know we've got a real nice, you know, balanced team on the girls side. So, you know, we scored a lot of points, you know, Amber Collins, Collins had a great meet. Layla Sharp had a great meet. Um, our throwing, uh, Ellie Hale and Gracie, um, arm continue to do, to do well. They scored us a lot of points. Um, you know, our distance kids, some of some, some older kids like Allie Pavic, she fills, uh, some, some very big roles for us. Um, and in, in running relays and, and running events. Um, so, you know, and some other girls, Britta Sweeney and Lydia Oldakowski and Noelle Spicer and Leah Osberg and um, a lot, all those girls are, are doing a lot of events for us. And, and um, you know, that's kind of what we needed this year, um, you know, just due to some injuries and things like that. And, so, but, uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a good meet. It kind of gives us a gauge on, on some things going, going forward though, you know, individually speaking when it comes to subsections and the section meet. Um, so we kind of have an idea of how we match up in, in some of those events now. So kind of gives us a little pre, pre idea of, of what, you know, what things will, will be down the road and where we want to kind of now we can kind of decide where we want to put put some kids. So, and but do, overall, a good meet, a good a good day, um, weather wise, and, and so forth. So, and I do want to uh, break down as we start looking ahead towards the end of the season some of the differences a, as we start to uh, prepare for that. But uh, first, we talked about the girls. Let's move over to the the boys' side of things and and what stood out for you uh, as the coach from True Team and those boys. Yeah, the boys finished middle of the pack. Um, you know, seventh or I think I think we moved up to seventh in the latest, uh, the newest or most current result, seventh or eighth, about middle of the pack in the section. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, again, we we had some kids that were out sick, and we've had a couple kids that have been dinged up with some injuries. So, um, you know, same same, pretty similar, you know, to the girls, but uh, but you know, overall. You know, a good meet. You know, Grant Nelson had our um, had our lone first place finish. He ran a personal record in the 800 to finish first overall. Um, so that was good. We've got Lear. You know, I talked about it a little bit last week, but we got Lear Cog back um, on you know a, a running and jumping. You know, he's he's back 100% now, and uh, so that was big. He had he had some some solid finishes in the high jump and the long jump and, and he ran on a relay and, and, and ran in the 200 and ran a, a half a second PR there. So, um, so that was good. You know, Lane Haves had a, had a good meet. Um, you know, we had some good, some good jumping. We had, again, we've some, some good opportunities for some younger kids like Cooper Damlow and Ryan Erickson. Um, 
let's see who else, Tanner Collins, um, Owen Anderson, um, you know, guy looking for young kids to step up, and some of those kids did two, three events, you know, as eighth graders or ninth graders, um, because we had some holes that we needed to we needed to fill, and um, you know, we ran actually a, um, a all seventh and eighth grade relay in the four by one, and that was Cooper Damlo, Ryan Erickson. Brendan Simmons and, and Tanner Collins, um, and they scored some scored some big points, and that's that's a great way for them to get get experience running on a, on a you know high level and against against varsity competition. So, um, but um, had some good throw. You know, Dylan Worth is is coming along in the throwing events, and um, he had a nice PR in the discus as well. So. Um, a good a good meet overall, you know, both boys and girls. Um, and like I said, gives us a good good gives our kids and us coaches a good idea of like you know where we're, where we're sitting individually or relays or you know some of those things as we as we look towards what events we want to have kids you know trying to move move on from the subsection to the section or the section you know on to the state meet. Uh, one of the kids uh, on that boys side of things is actually uh, our most recent Wolverines player of the week and that is Isaac Hepner uh, he had a, a pole vault win to his name this season and I guess really simply can you can you just give us a little bit on Isaac and and his season he mentioned uh, he's really pushing for some from PRs and some running events and with the pole vault as well and what the season has been like for him what's the growth you've seen out of him this year yeah Isaac's uh Isaac's a great kid you know he's still he's still young he came he came into Wadena as an eighth grader um and uh you know he was kind of this little kind of this little kid and um he um you know he's maturing you know physically and emotionally um you know but now as a sophomore he's a he's a big part of our team you know and we graduated brady domeyer the school record holder in the pole vault last year so this year it was like hey you know isaac you're gonna be you're gonna be the guy and uh you know between him and tanner collins who's, who's just a seventh grader both those guys have been pole vaulting really well um and uh you know isaac's kind of he's he's taken taken some big steps for us in in the pole vault and and running events you know he's he's doing four but every meet this year on the varsity end and um you know that's been big you know he picked up that first at the sam kelderman memorial meet last week and then that true team he he uh tied for third and you know he scored i don't know what it was 25 25 points something like that for the team you know just in just in that pole vault event um, so he's, um, uh, you know, he's a kid that, um, he's always got a smile on his face and he's, he's a, he's a great team player. You know, he runs anything from the hundred meter dash up to four by eight, you know, anywhere we need him, He's, he'll, uh, he'll help us out. Great, you know, great team player. Um, you know, not, not just solely focused on his own stuff, even though, you know, he is focused on those things he's also you know willing and able to to help us out in some of those team meets where we're we're trying to um you know maximize our team points so um yeah i mean he's uh he's a great kid he works hard he loves loves pole vaulting and uh you know all the kids all the kids love him and you know he's a like i said he's got a smile on his face all the time and 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 he uh you know he can he can put a smile on anybody's face at the same time Mark, what's the upcoming schedule look like for Wadena Deer Creek Track and Field? Well, we uh, we actually have a junior high meet up in Sabika today, um, and then on uh, Tuesday, the sixteenth, we have our the Park Region Conference meet. 
So um, that'll be our varsity meet up up in that's in Sabika as well, and uh, that'll be the the conference championship. So that that'll be you know the next big one. You know we're kind of focused on right now is you know how can we go in and you know maximize our our output I guess you know with uh, with our current lineup and you know trying to stay healthy and things. And then from there we're we're we actually we host a junior high meet that'll be a fifth through eighth grade. Uh, meet next Thursday on the 18th and then after that we get into subsections and sections so um, it's kind of a busy time but a but a fun time for for all of our kids of all all levels so I'm gonna ask you one just kind of nitty-gritty question before I, I let you get out of here as you start eyeing up conference meets subsections sections um, what is uh, what changes in practice for you at this time of of the year? What's the difference between getting somebody ready for a track season and and getting uh, your athletes ready for subsection section meets? Yeah, you know, I mean, beginning of the year, a lot of kids are coming in. They might be coming off of other sports, or maybe they haven't done anything since fall or even last spring. So that beginning of the year can be, you know, quite a bit different than it is now um you know we got a beginning of the year is kind of building a base for a lot of kids doesn't matter what they're doing whether they're throwing or running or long distance or sprinting we gotta we gotta get a base built and and kind of build into you know getting getting in in shape i guess you can call it um and uh you know just working you're working your body differently and muscles differently than than you do in most other sports so um you know that first month is a lot of just building that base and trying to stay healthy um where now we're you know trying to trying to fine tune things i guess you know when it comes whether it's field events or 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 sprinting or or distance events you know we're going to we're going to try to you know be peaking you know, at, at the right time, and and um, you know the volume of of training might be going down, but the speed and and intensity of it it might be going up. Um, so we, we're training fast right now, and and um, so hopefully when we get into these the biggest meets of the year, you know, down the, the next couple of weeks, we're we're running fast and jumping high and you know throwing far. So. Head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. Mark, thanks so much for your time. Good luck with another busy week next week. Yes, thanks for having me on. Wolverines Weekly continues next. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, another beautiful week of weather, able to get outside a little bit more. Uh, what's it been looking like for you guys? It was a nice week. I mean, we really had. I mean, a few of the days were not short sleeve weather, but definitely nice. I mean, nothing to complain about at this point of the year. Um, happy to be out there and really not affecting practice or anything else. So it's it was kind of nice to get a week where, you know, we just didn't really have to deal with the weather a whole lot. So, um that part alone is a victory. Yeah, exactly. And uh, what have you guys been up to over the last week? Have you guys attended any meets? And if so, how have those gone? Yeah, well, we, let's see. So we were, I think last time I talked to you, we were at, let's say we were at the Park Rapids one. We ended up uh, doing okay there. You know, we had some 
kind of going through our scores, we had um, might be easier just to do that a little bit for some of our meets. You know, just some guys that have been improvements and such. Uh, Cole Woods is our number one. Probably not his best meet. Right? That was, in fact, that was his highest score this year, which is an 83, and it's still a good score. Um, just, just didn't have it. You know, he kind of. And we talk about that with golf. It's so different from other sports. If you're off a little bit or you get a bad break, you get behind a tree, it's, it's very different from any other sport I've coached or watched and been around where it's just the number all of a sudden goes, oh, you must not have played well. And it's, it's not always that. Sometimes when you play well, too, you, you get, um, you know, good breaks, bad breaks, whatever. But it, it, the score doesn't always totally reflect how you play. But um, so you see that with, you know, we talk about that in professional sports. That way with golf, they can shoot 67 one day and 75 the next day and not make the cut and it's not that they played drastically different um so it's, it's kind of unique when people see our scores and kind of go wow we must have really been off today or really had it but um it, it's a combination of both you know kind of how you play is definitely part of it and then just kind of breaks that you get because the course is is so different from a perfect surface when we talk about a basketball court or a hockey rink or a tennis court um it's just kind of unique for people to understand that that aren't familiar with golf that um, sometimes your ball, you know, nestles down into something and you, you take a big number because you just can't get it out of there. So anyways, um, you know, kind of back to that. So Cole there, uh, Bradley Maltz has played well for us. He, um, he ended up shooting 98. He's, he's, uh, in fact, in the next meet, we went to Bemidji and same thing. He was 92. So that was good to see. Uh, Philip Ross has been pretty consistent for us. He's been right around a hundred in that area, sometimes a little over, Nick Wright has improved lately. He had a nice, um, you know, he's come along from his early scores. He was a 102 at Park Rapids. And then again, later in the week, um, he was a 105 at Deacon. So I, I'm always telling the kids just to see improvement is really nice. Um, Jackson Brown has been coming along. Chateau Lore had his, his best round uh, when we were at Deacon's the other day. So all in all, it's been nice to see. Trevin Kern's a young player that's that's been coming along for us. His scores aren't always reflecting it, but he's got a nice golf game that's just going to continue to get better. And, um, hopefully, I kind of hit everybody there. But so that was so. Park Rapids was the Friday. Um, Bemidji was then right away the following Monday, and probably again, Bradley and, and Jager broke a hundred, which was nice to see. But you know, I, I probably can't go without our biggest highlight there. That's where Cole. Um, ended up shooting 72, which is even par. In fact, he was under par at, at one point and just had a, a one tough hole that really got him. But he ended up being the medalist uh, against a very good field. And that, that's fun when you're at a, a meet with a lot of good golf schools. You know, that's when you want to perform your best. So that was definitely his highlight so far this season to, to take a first place in a field like that. Um, and then the next day, so we went Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday was up at Deacon Lodge. It's a beautiful course, too. And again, that's where... Um, you know, we didn't place, but, you know, played pretty well. Cole was an 80, Chateau was a 97. That was his best of the year. Jagger was 99. Um, and then again, I already talked about Nick and Phil and Jackson there too. So we had a busy week. We went, uh, you know, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Now we get some days off this week just to kind of practice. We got some good practicing yesterday. Today we're going to kind of have a fun, you know, get all the kids together and do a little scramble thing to, to keep them interested here late in the season just to make practice fun. Yeah, you know, you talk about the improvements that uh, your golfers have made over the course of the season. Do you attribute that more, Coach, to the fact that they're able to get outside and just kind of can go 0-100 to 100 in terms of that development, uh, just being outside helping out, or has it been a season long, kind of they've slowly been working and working, and now that's kind of bearing fruit? I think it's a little of both, you know. I mean, 
again, golf's unique that way where it's an individual sport, but you keep a team score. So you're still playing for each other. You're still trying to, you know, it gets you to finish your round or it gets you to maybe stay a little later at practice kind of going, hey, I want to be better. I want to place, but my score counts for the team too. So my hope is that it's a little bit of both with the kids. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, for us, you know, we get into, you know, versus kind of the traditional team sport, we do team practices, but we do those to a certain time. And then, you know, I'm usually telling the kids, okay, it's, there's only so many weeks of this when we have the nice weather. Now it's up to you. You know, it's a golf course. It's not like they're going to close the doors until dark. You can be here. Um, you know, we're not closing the fence and locking the school. Stay out and play. And I usually, because I, I love it so much, I'm usually out there anyway. So I will tell them that go play. I can come play with you, whatever it might be. So I think in our case, in our sport, it does show fairly quick improvement because they can um, – you know, they can be out there till dark. They can have that time. And I do have a lot of kids that want to do that. They want to get better. You know, we had several yesterday is usually the busiest day at the course when we get on a Wednesday, um, just because of men's day. So we, we tend to not get to get out and play holes. Um, so we kind of shorten up practice. Uh, but I still had a lot of kids that just decided to stay longer. They wanted to hit some extra balls, some extra putts just to, to improve. So, yeah, I think it's a combination of just getting out there and getting to go and then knowing that the season's short, just kids being willing to stay out there extra. And, and what's nice is a lot of times kids from other sports then come out there after their practice. So it gets them to stay longer. I have kids that sometimes leave to go trap shoot, which is really cool. They're, they're able to do two sports like that. And then they'll come back and meet up with buddies to play after that again. So it's nice to see that, that they're into it. And so it, it, without a doubt, just like any other sport, it's just, just putting the time in. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach, Scott Woods. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods talking about his team's improvement. Now we go over to talk girls golf. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls golf coach Kevin Ross. And coach, another week in the books. What have you guys been up to? Um, we were in Park Rapids on Monday and let's see, Gravel Pit and Brainerd on Tuesday. Then we go to Staples this Saturday and then back to Park Rapids for Mid-State on next Monday. Yeah, a lot of meets uh, over the last week for you guys. So uh, what have you guys been up to in terms of results? Has anybody kind of stood out to you or has anybody you thought made a really nice stride over the last week? Um, We've been using um, some different girls and trying to get at least everybody into one meet. So the... uh, the main four right now, Emma's playing. Emma, Amara, Kelly, and Libby are playing, playing well. And um, when Allie Pavic can go, she's been playing well too. So everybody else is, they're just getting their feet wet with meets at a time because it's a lot different, you know, a lot different than just practicing. Yeah, and you know, when you get out to some of those courses, you mentioned going to Park Rapids, you mentioned Gravel Pit, and uh, just the name alone sounds intriguing enough. So just talk about that course a little bit and kind of the fun, uh, maybe interesting things that uh, they have to deal with when they're out on that course. Um, it's literally made out of a gravel pit. So they put 13 holes. They're all par threes. Some go as long as 195 yards. Some go as short as. 65 but like on the 65 you have to hit up a you know like it's setting up on top of a 40 foot cliff so there's it's big big rolling greens and and uh, a lot of water 
So it's it's a it's a fun course. And then when we go there, they let us play um, two threesomes of our own girls. So then it's then it's fun for me to be able to be close to both groups and watch and find balls and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, you talk about kind of the fun course that's something that's different than other courses that they've been to throughout the season and just getting to go to different courses and getting to to kind of do that and experiment and do different things and seeing the way the ball plays off different holes everywhere. Uh, how beneficial is that for the girls in terms of experience? Um, I, I think the familiarity of a course, you know, so, I mean, we kind of had our benchmark benchmark scores for Park Rapids when we went up there. Um, quite a few of the girls have never played there. So, you know, they should know where the course or what the holes are like when we go back on Monday for mid-state. And so when you look at kind of uh, where the season's at right now and kind of as you're trying to, like you said, piece together uh, your lineup and rolling through a few different girls, what are you kind of looking for uh, in terms of your golfers right now at this point in the season? Is it particularly score? Is it process? What necessarily kind of uh, are you looking for out of your golfers? Um, it's, it's definitely progress. Are you are you getting better? Are you available? That's the big question. That's We run into that a lot um, where most of the girls have jobs and, you know, doesn't always golf doesn't always come first so we just try to do the available and that's why we're rotating you know certain girls can't go certain days and um our our main four they've been to everyone so and they're at every practice so you just kind of you hope that they get out and you know do that and kind of looking down the line it's i mean mondays are basically our last meet until sections we haven't been able to find any more invites the last you know the three weeks before section so we may have to we may take a day and um, run down to Sartell and do a practice round down there Uh, we didn't get our pre-section meet because it falls on it fell on another oh it fell on the fine arts banquet so we needed to be there for that so and, you know, at this point in the season, as you're kind of looking at, like you said, uh, the section meet, and there's only a couple more you have in between there, uh, just how important is it for these girls to be outside now and be golfing and and uh, and uh, really getting that next step? Has kind of that improvement that you've seen, has it been more from just like being outside has really just allowed them to kind of spring up, or has it been kind of the result of a season's worth of practice that's now starting to pay off? Um, it's, it's a repetition, you know, so you – Every every game's got the shortfall, so you try to okay, where where are you struggling from? You're hitting your driver really good, but you're not getting it in the hole. And, you know your short game is a little weak, so then you work on that. Just kind of a little bit of both, and trying to get as many holes in as possible. That's the that's the key. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls golf coach Kevin Ross and coach. Appreciate the time and best of luck as you guys go through with your next couple meets. All right, thank you. Oh my goodness, we're already talking about end-of-the-season stuff already with girls' golf. It's crazy to think because it feels like this spring sports season has just started over the last few days with the weather finally getting nice outside. But good on the golfers for getting to rotate in and get all that experience and hopefully get a lot more in the next few weeks. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up Wolverines Weekly with our Wolverine Player of the Week, Isaac Hepner. 
more Wolverines Weekly after a quick timeout here on KWAD. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week, and we're joined by a sophomore on the track and field team. It's Isaac Hepner. Isaac, how's your season been going so far? It's been going uh, really well. I've hit a, you know, a lot of PRs and everything, especially with Cobalt. So, Isaac, for those who don't know, what events are you in? What races are you in? So, I'm in the Open 400, and then the 4x4, and the 4x8, and pole vault. And how long have you been in the Wadena Deer Creek track and field program, and what's it been like, uh, your experience? So, I've been in it uh, since 8th grade, so this is my third year, and uh, it's going it's going really good. I really like everybody on the track team, and yeah, it's it's definitely my favorite sport. What area in track and field do you think like you've grown the most since your eighth grade year? Uh, definitely pole vault. Yeah, yeah, I've hit a lot of PRs with pole vault, and it's it's definitely my favorite event. So with the pole vault, Isaac, what do you like about it so much? I like because <laughs> I'm scared of heights, and I like to like overcome my fears. And then um, I like that I get to improve so much in it. And you had the opportunity to get first place at the Sam Kelderman meet. How awesome was it to get first place? Uh, yeah, no, it was it was pretty sweet. That was my first varsity win, so hopefully a lot more to come. But yeah, it felt good. Did you think you were going to get first place coming into that meet, or did you just kind of all of a sudden go, oh my gosh, I won? Right, no, I did not think I was going to get first place because uh, there's somebody who vaulted uh, 10-6, and my PR was 9-6 at the time. And what was it like to do that, to not only get first place, but to also do it at your home meet? Yeah, uh, it, it felt really good. It, I think my parents motivated me a lot. And, uh, yeah, my dad was helping with pole vault, so it definitely pushed me to get a PR. So now what are your goals for the rest of the season? Uh, my goals are definitely um, to try to get a 58-second open 400 and 11 feet for pole vault. Isaac Hepner, a sophomore on the Wadena Deer Creek track and field team, our Wolverine Player of the Week. Isaac, we appreciate the time. Best of luck the rest of the season. <laughs> All right, thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.